0: Hey guys, this is a new podcast. I really have no idea what number it is. I haven't done one in quite a while. And uh, as far as new music goes, um, I'm working on some new stuff. It's just there's nothing really new that's exciting me. It just seems like it's all like regurgitated. So hopefully I'll have a new mix out uh, by fall. I just don't want to put something out just to put something out. So I'm working on it. Um, I wanted to put this together because I know a lot of you guys are struggling with just everything and if you're over 50 you know it's tough and depression setting in and weight. you know you know how where I'm coming from with this I don't need to go down that road again but I guess 2020 for me was probably probably the worst year of my life like um, I barely made it through and I guess I want to share with you some things that I did that kind of helped me crawl back it sounds cheesy, but like back into the light, like I was just in a dark place and I barely felt like I escaped. Um, if you don't know, in 2020, I uh, I met a guy that, uh, man, he was everything to me and it turned out everything was a complete lie and he was a con artist and I spent a year with him and I really didn't know what was going on, but um, completely threw me for a loop at the end. It was like a lifetime movie, um, complete psychopath, uh, personality disorders. And, uh, he ended up putting me in prison. Like, that's it, crazy. It's just, the whole story is crazy. And I, I, it took me a long time to really work through all that. And I lost my drive and motivation for working out and, um, at the end, he said some horrible things to me that really took away my mojo, and I had to get that back. And um, you know, I just—I almost didn't make it. So, I'm going to tell you some of the things that I did that maybe one or a couple of these things might help you. Okay. So, I guess what I realized was there's a—I guess. I'm a dumb empath. Like, I just always thought most people were kind. And I guess I'm realizing that a majority of people just really don't have your best interest at heart. And I've spent my whole life making others happy or others comfortable around me and ending up exhausted or just depleted of energy to help somebody else that wouldn't lift a finger for me and I finally just put my foot down and said that's enough like I'm not doing it anymore and I'm taking care of myself and I'm the priority and I don't know about you but growing up that was always a way of seeming selfish like if you were making yourself a priority but I had to you know so I pretty much went through and eradicated like anybody in my life that was toxic and what I found out was there was a lot of them <laughs> and I set boundaries with people and I learned to say no and not feel guilty about it and not feel bad when someone tried to make me feel bad because I said no um, and it's, I guess sometimes I feel like a dick but if someone respects me enough and wants the best for me like they would understand. And what I'm learning is if someone uh, doesn't, they don't belong in your life, you know? And there's just a lot of crappy people out there. Um, Learning to say no, too, was a hard one for me. Um, So many people over the past couple months have tried dumping their shit on me. And I just basically put my hand up. I said, listen, man, like, I'm going through my own. I'm sorry. I have my own therapist. Like, can you not dump it on me? You know, and it's surprising to see people's attitudes. When you do that, um, they don't know how to take it. Uh, so I pretty much just stopped caring, too, about what other people said about me or thought of me. And I know... I'm a good person and I don't need to prove it to anybody else. I also came to the realization, like I've been chasing this image in my head that, you know, being a gay man, you're always chasing that perfection image. And, you know, you see all these guys on Instagram. It's just like, you know, I'm never gonna have a six pack. Like I need to learn to be happy with what I have and that, you know, I'm healthy and be grateful for what I have and stop, being sad for what I don't have and it's quite a concept and I'm going to say it again like we're so focused on what we don't have we don't see what we have and um that was one of the things I talked about in the prison podcast where I didn't realize until it was all taken away from me like just the little things made me happy like being able to go to Starbucks or my dogs or my bed like um there's little things like that we just take for granted, you know? Um, and it's hard when we're beating ourselves up all the time. We don't see what we have. That's good. You know? Um, I now plan my workouts, like appointments, um, like a doctor appointment. Like if someone wants to go to dinner or lunch, I'm like, sorry, I have, I don't even tell them what I'm doing anymore because I don't want someone to try to talk me out of it, but I say I'm busy. But, like, nothing's more important than my yoga, my meditation, or my workouts because that's medicine for me. It's medicine for my brain. And when you skip them, you're just going backwards, you know. Um, I do intermittent fasting, and I went keto, you know. And I don't – I've done it before where I used to document and get all into the numbers. Like, I just do the best I can, you know. And if there's days I fall off, I fall off, and I just get back on um and i don't beat myself up over it i try harder to keep things in my life organized um my car my laundry my kitchen and you know actually my kitchen's a mess right now but i try really hard to keep everything organized because i'm a firm believer if there's something in your life that's chaotic and messy it just transcends into something else so i i try really hard to keep everything clean and organized and this one is really strange and I don't know why I'm embarrassed to even say this, but I started praying and I am not religious. I don't like religion. I think it segregates people, but after what I went through last year and when I've got out of that prison and I was just rock bottom, there was no doubt there was a bigger thing in the universe taking care of me. So, I just started praying to a guy named Joe. Like, I don't know who he is, but it's a higher power and it's really strange. But ever since I started doing that, um, everything I asked for has happened. And I just think there's a lot out there we don't understand. And it's such a bigger picture out there. Yeah. I don't know, but it works for me. I went through a lot of therapy after, uh, what I went through last year and, all the therapists were always telling me, like, you need to forgive this person for hurting you. You need to forgive that person and this person. And I got it. But, you know, what? really didn't make sense to me. It just didn't make sense to me. And what I started doing was forgiving myself for putting myself in that situation with that person. Because I don't forgive that person, to be honest with you. And I don't want to. You know how they say forgive them for you. No, I'm I'm not forgiving you. But I found it more beneficial if I forgave myself for putting myself into a situation that was harmful many times. And there is this Hawaiian uh, meditation program. I can't pronounce it. And you guys, actually, it's when I first heard it and I went through it, I was kind of like, this is cheesy. I'll just put the link below, but it works. I don't know why. Um... I'll put the the video of why it works and what you're supposed to do, but it's supposed to help you heal like past traumas and stuff. And you know, see, see if it works for you. It works for me. I guess I learned too is you know I think most people are just completely full of shit, and these people are walking around acting like their life is perfect. They're bigger messes for not being honest, and just because you drive a Beamer and have a huge house and you look like a million bucks doesn't mean you don't have problems. And if you don't address the problems, you know, they're going to haunt you. And I just don't want to live my life like that. And you can try to cover it all up and act all fabulous. But at the end of the day, you know, you know where you're at. I mean, we all have demons and if you don't address them, they're just going to haunt you at night. Um, I guess the other hard thing too was like I had to learn to love myself. And that was one of the biggest lessons I learned with this guy I was with. Like I should have left him way before anything got that ugly, but I loved him. I loved him so much, but I loved him more than I love myself. And that was the mistake. And now I'm not like that. And I would never let somebody do what he did to me. Um, out of left way before so that was a really hard lesson that i had to learn i also learned that i grew up in a very chaotic household very abusive father who is narcissistic and i'm codependent and i needed to work on that and uh not try to latch on to relationships or people to try to be happy and that was uh it still is a hurdle to get over because i've You know, at 53, I'm finally realizing that and looking back at the history of my life, like, trying to not repeat things. I'm still struggling with the sadness of where the gay world is at. You know, I just feel these dating apps are... They've destroyed relationships and... um. When I was with that guy, and I remember seeing pictures of him on his phone that he didn't um, send me, and I knew he was sending to other guys, it was so painful. And then a while ago, I saw him on Scruff, and it hurts, man. Like to have someone say to you, like, you're the one and I love you, and then six months later, tell you, I'm not attracted to you anymore and then throw you away and then go back on these apps to hook up with all these random people. It's just not who I am and I don't want a part of it. I don't want it in my life, but it fucking hurts. And I'd rather be alone than ever be with any guy ever again that does that to me. Um, I just think they're bad news and I don't, I mean, if you have an open relationship, that's great. It's just not for me. I don't get it. I want one guy and, If I don't get it, I'll be alone. I guess, too, lastly, I learned, like, I just take it day by day. I don't try to freak out about next week or what's happened and try to be in the moment because I don't know what's going to happen. And if you don't know, I'm a COVID ICU nurse. And I'm more confused than anybody. And nobody knows what's going to happen. And I don't want to even go down that road. But I guess... Part of me fears that the worst isn't over yet. Um, I don't think we're going to see the virus and the deaths that we've seen in the past. But I think what's happening right now is the ignorance and that people are so angry and trying to mandate vaccines. And I don't know what's going to happen, but it's almost like I feel like riots are going to happen or people are just going to snap. And, you know... I don't know but it scares me so i'm just trying to get myself together and be happy with myself and that's how i've done it so maybe there's some things i've done that can help you a little bit Um, if i did let me know uh also to make sure you check out the youtube channel there's a lot of stuff on there that's not in the podcast Um, i'll put the link below and uh, take care of yourself man and be good to yourself because And and don't judge yourself because there's enough people out there judging you already. Later.